Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast episode uh, 72. It's been a frustrating day in the world of Reading Football Club. Uh, 3-1 defeat at Hull City. Uh, I'm trying to find positives out of that match. And it is really difficult, especially when you consider all the results of the teams around us. I've been joined by Dave Stevens to talk about this. Any positives, Dave? Any positives at uh, no, I'm struggling to find any today. Uh, the only yeah. positive is last week went well. That's all I'm holding on to. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. That is it, really, isn't it? We can't really um, uh, find anything from it because everything has gone against us. We're now down to uh, 21st in the league. Only one point against Rotherham, who managed to win. Millwall managed to win 2-0 against West Brom. And just to have a little tiny top of it off at uh, the end, Wigan managed to get a 93rd minute equaliser in their match. So they went above us as well. Um, it's going to chop and change over the next few weeks, undoubtedly. It's not going to be a straightforward uh, path. But yeah, I can see why a lot of fans are swapping from last Saturday. It was we're definitely staying up. Uh, Mr. Gomez deserves a 17 year contract. Uh, let's give them all our love forevermore. This week, they're all a disgrace. They should all be sacked and uh, yeah. get out of the club. Um, it, it's funny how it switches around. I mean, I understand the disappointment. We're all disappointed. But uh, yeah, it, there were moments today where it could have gone better. And and then we, we're having a different call right now. You know, we're, we're talking about it um, in a much more positive light. But um, yeah, I've seen some tweets today that may be seen as a little bit of a overreaction to that loss. <laughs> what were they? It's emotional, yeah. isn't it? So I, exactly. I 100% understand that. You kind of say these. And if you look at some EPR things, EPR 3, I've put uh, from Lord Seek, yes, same old Reading, which for the last two, three years, or three or four out of the last four, you say that's a pretty fair comment, really, isn't it? We're pretty poor, aren't yep. we? Yeah, um, same old Reading. Uh, the classic thing that this week was an example of was giving us hope, then taking it away. <laughs> and not just taking it away, shattering it completely. Yeah. <laughs> just beating us with a stick. Yep. Uh, Pull out and miss chances, crucial. Now, we'll come on to that later. But yeah, that was definitely a major problem today. Tough watch. Tough to watch from uh, Alex Everson, who I think was at the match. Uh, yeah, ebb and flow from Polo. It's just the same, isn't it? Definitely going down from Sean Mosby. I'm not sure. We can definitely say we're going down. Second half collapse from Cornwall Row. It's, yeah, it, 
I don't know. Let's look at the game in the first half. Uh, in the first half, I thought we actually played okay, not amazing. We did score a brilliant goal through Lewis Baker. Let's, 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 is there any positive? That is just that one moment. A lovely strike uh, from him. What did you think of that goal, Dave? I was really pleased with it. Um, it did feel like Hull were a little bit on top before that. Mm. Um, uh, we were dealing with it, but still a little nervy. And then um, Barrow does really well to win the corner in the first place. Like really mm. does a lot of running, manages to uh, turn what wasn't a chance into into a corner. Um, and then had the had the foresight to uh, do that short pass out to Jaria. Um, who then did a quick pass out to Baker. And I mean, that's all Baker. Like, what a strike. That was that was beautiful. Keep it in the move. But um, I think a lot of our corners in the past, like however many games, I've, I've lost count of how many games I've been this season, what, 40-something, um, have been hit the first man or we, we just don't score from corners. And Barrow just having that quick thought, let's put this short and you see what happened. Um it was really good, but yeah, not, take nothing away from that strike. Result or not, that's one of the best goals we've scored this season. No, definitely. I completely agree. Um, I, I love it when you see the reaction from the goal. He just collapses and he's like, I'm not getting near that. Yep. <laughs> I was watching that and I thought, yeah, this is in even before it hit the back of the net. Yep. A beautiful strike. And I thought Baker was one of the players who comes out with credit today. I thought overall he had a good match. Then only a few moments, kind of a few minutes later... Uh, we have a cross, a uh, free kick from Baker. Pew, the whole city uh, midfielder, heads it onto his own bar. And you think, if that is a foot lower, maybe even less. Yep. And that goes in. It's those little moments of luck that can yep. change a whole season. And all of a sudden at 2-0, I'm not saying we definitely would have won that match. I think we would have struggled to lose it. Yeah, I would agree with that. we definitely panicking. As we said, you said before, uh, we start recording this, Dave. Uh, after we scored, they went into a mode of they didn't look happy with each other at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they 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 seemed rattled by it, which was uh, plays into our hands. Uh, stadium was almost silent. That helped us too. But um, yeah, the, when that hit the so I thought that was Blackett's header, and I was like, ah, oh, he got so, so close. Not. Yeah. <laughs> then you realise it came off the defender. It's like, oh, it would have been an amazing own goal. Yeah. yeah so. No, it would have been. It would have been beautiful if that had gone in. But, oh. yeah, so we get to uh, near towards the end of the first half and Hull is starting to get a few chances now. Uh, they have a chance from a corner and they also have one from Bowen when really he should probably get that on target at least. So Martinez comes out of the first half, not having to make a save, but Hull are definitely coming back into it. And you can see there's gaps through the sides of our defence, also through the middle. And as much criticism as John Swift gets for being soft and our midfield being soft when he plays, he wasn't in the team today and Hull pretty much run through our midfield whenever they wanted to. And we had Rinomota and Baker there. I don't know. It just kind of makes you realise that John Swift isn't necessarily always the issue. Yeah, this this is true. And I've... I've leveled that criticism at him before um especially when Rinomoto was out we were saying all the ones left in were, were too weak 
Um, I thought Renamota still had a good game today. Um, he's, he was still harrying and, and closing down, making good tackles, uh, drew a lot of fouls as well. I think he probably got fouled more than any other Reading player today. But um, yeah, the, even with him in there, it it was ridiculous. They were just coming straight through whenever they wanted to. It often felt like they um, they had more men on the pitch, which was strange. <laughs> it did. Yeah, it felt like we were down to 10 men at some points, mm-hmm. didn't and that got worse in the second half. Um, one thing that was kind of noticeable, that Nelson Oliveira was running it, I'd say about 75% at best. Yep. I, I would say, yeah, he's. it was exciting to see him on the team sheet. I think it was like he, he definitely ran. Uh, he lost the ball a couple of times and like sprinted back to the edge of our box to make a tackle to get it back, yeah. which is, he, he's fit. But um it almost felt like they knew exactly what he was going to do. Like he, he was marked out of everything, um, which was, which was a shame, but yeah, he's, he's not all the way there, but he's um, for expecting him to be out for the season. He did pretty well today. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, thank, he won't be able to play obviously on Wednesday against Brent, against Brentford, against Norwich city, but yep. um, uh, that kind of works for him in some ways. Now get seven days recuperation and he'll be back. Um, second half sadly, sadly did start, um, yeah. <laughs> and it just got worse and worse. It from, almost, I would say, from the kickoff of the second half, whole looked just a different team. It didn't really have to do a hell of a lot, but they just up from maybe second or third gear into fourth, mm-hmm. and that was more than enough to see us off. They re- repeatedly made chances. But despite this, we had a golden opportunity when we managed to have about four players on one. <laughs> Baker runs and runs with the ball. Probably should have passed it earlier to Mate or Barrow. And then he gives it to Nelson Oliveira. And somehow he manages to miss out the two unmarked players of Mate and Barrow in the penalty area. Mm-hmm. Straight onto the head of the Hull City uh, defender. I mean, that was a painful moment, uh, Dave, wasn't it? Yeah. So the the chance looked so good. It just looked set up like they don't know who to mark. We've got so many people coming up. Um, like one of these is going to be open. We're going to get the pass and this is going to be a great goal. Like, I, was, I was convinced we were going to score. I don't know why. You know, I should have it looked almost that. inevitable. <laughs> it is. It's like we were just overloaded. You, like you could tell the whole whole fans probably had faces in hands. You know, it was it was ridiculous. But yeah, it, the, the pass didn't quite come in time. Um, but even when it did, the chance was still there. And then... I, I'm sure he was going to square it to to Mate. I was sure yeah. it just looks perfect on. The, I mean, I'm watching on on a video screen, obviously, but I was like convinced it was going to happen, and uh, and then he he takes the shot, and then classic football fan, I was like, oh, well, corner at least, corner at least, and then he didn't get the corner. corner as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 not going to be convinced that that didn't come off the defender's head. That definitely it changed direction and everything. But yeah, regardless, and yeah. that would have been a key moment. Mm-hmm. Because only moments later, we have the equaliser from Hull City through Grzycki in the 53rd minute. And just running through straight on goal. I think probably Blackett's just played him onside. It's really hard to tell from a video. You, you can't tell. Maybe he was offside. But he needs to be tracked by more. And it just, it just ran through us. And it was just too easy. I don't think that was a, a goal that you look back and think we've made them really work for it. Not at all. They um, basically a sign of when we're playing well and when we're playing poorly. So first half when we're playing well, we're talking about 
connecting a pass and that would have been a goal. Um, oh, we didn't quite uh, get that one right. Something like that. Second half, we're talking about, oh, that might have been offside. Hopefully that's offside. It's like, we can't rely on things. And I don't think he was actually. Like when, when I saw it, it looked like he'd sprung the trap. Um, and regardless, it, the goal stands. But it's it's never a good sign when you're like, hoping that the the linesman's going to put his flag up <laughs> no no it's not good at all i mean but that's the, the position we're in isn't it we're just desperate for anything oh yeah <laughs> absolutely I, I mean i'd have taken it if, if his oh, flag's yeah. gone up i would have celebrated <laughs> like no one yeah oh yeah if the fa wouldn't have reversed it i'm quite happy <laughs> <laughs> but um it's a kind of oh, it's just game went up and then it drifted a little bit when it was one all they then have another clear chance i think for Guziki when they should have scored again uh, should have made it 2-1. But then in the 64th minute, we had another one of those pivotal moments when Rinomoto manages to regain possession of the whole city defender who's doing some kamikaze uh, passing of the ball, which, you know, we love doing as well, near to his own uh, penalty area. He slides the ball, ball perfectly towards Barrow. And then Barrett, there's such a small gap between him and David Marshall, the whole City goalie. I Personally, I'll put it down as good goalkeeping rather than a miss. It's not one of those ones when you think it's an open goal. He must score here. All he needs to do is touch it. But that is really going to bother Mo Barrett tonight. If he goes through his legs here, it's probably a goal. Yeah. And it's bothering me thinking about it. <laughs> I can't imagine what it's like for him. Yeah, yeah, those like yeah. those moments where just like an inch here and there, like uh, there were so many in this game, but this one especially, he had no time to think. So you know he's just got to react. He's got to take his his chance, and it was a good save. Stuck out a leg, made himself big, but uh, yeah, you you thought he'd scored again when that went through, and and what you wouldn't give for for a, just a redo then then slide it under the keeper <laughs> yeah yeah i, I can't criticize mo Barrow because he's been no. critical in our recent run so and he was in the right position he took a shot he didn't think about it and then not get a shot away so yeah yeah it, in his overall performance i don't think he was great but in that one moment i don't i couldn't pin the result on him at all no i i wouldn't say so i think so looking at that chance if you'd have had any of the rest of the forward line in there i mean you feel like probably not accurate but you feel like Oliveira would have scored it but um you, any of the others probably same same thing so you can't put it on barrow yeah 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 you're right if it had been nelson Oliveira, i think it most probably would have been a goal but i'm not certain yeah not one of those ones it's a clear cut no. you know so yeah if you if you see that chance let us know what you think of that because I'm sure some of you would think that that was an absolute howler from Barrow. <laughs> yeah. But then, in the uh, obviously uh, straight after that, um, uh, Pew then managed to have a simple case of tapping the ball into kind of almost an empty net. Martinez is on the ground, but before that, in the build-up, we give so much space. To the whole players. I mean, Bowen, I mean, he's the top goal scorer for them with 20, 21 goals. Well, mm -hmm. how many yards of space do we want to give to him in the penalty area? Just mm -hmm. a little circle around him, maybe. Maybe there was some kind of fire going on there that we didn't know about. But it was just, oh, it's too easy, too much time and just people not tracking their men. And I mean, initially, it's probably a good save from Martinez. Mm -hmm. But 
Oh, yeah, he does. He does oh, well on that first save because it's yeah. point blank. Essentially, um, you wouldn't expect him to hold it. No. Um, but just even for it to get to that point, like you say, gave him too much space. Um, it, it just looked like everyone was just a bag of nerves. Didn't want to mm. commit. Didn't want to get caught. Everyone um, keeping like uh, their distance and and not wanting to commit and. No one just putting a foot through. I know it's easy to say now. Um, I don't actually remember a specific moment where someone could have just hit it. But you just wish there had been one. Just just hoof it as far away from our goal as you can. Uh, and, and it didn't happen. Kept pinging around and your heart's in your mouth. And, and Pew was there to um, to punish us. Yeah. yeah, he couldn't really miss, could he? No. <laughs> just, it was so simple. It's a beautiful chance if you're a player. You just think it's one of those chances as a kind of like a fan. You think, I just have that one moment to score a light goal. You think, even yep. I couldn't miss that one. Right. I say that, but I probably could. <laughs> it's kind of, I'm pretty sure it's, I have uh, in the past. Yeah. yeah, but after that, when it was 2-1, I can't remember us having any chances really after that. The, I think that really flattened us and we made a triple substitution, which really had, I don't think it had any impact. Um before that, way before that, we had a chance from Mate, which was disallowed because um, uh, Yadam was offside, but that seemed pretty yeah. clear as well. Yeah. And uh, just to top it off, we get caught in possession on the halfway line and an absolutely huge, huge gap between the midfield and what well, there is no defence. And our goal, when it's only 2 1, mm-hmm. with probably 15 minutes left in the match. So yep. you don't have to go full on crazy mode at that point. Yep. Just get caught out so easily. And Hull did it brilliantly to us all the way through the second half. Oh yeah. Just they, they were dictating everything from that point. Yeah. They yeah. they were waiting. They knew we were going to push up. Um we pushed up more than we should, and they just waited for their moment. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think what did you think of Miazga today? Um still Better than anything we've had before, but probably his worst game for us, I would say. Yeah, like, I think that did yeah, think well. hugely terrible, but just wasn't yeah. he set the bar so high mm. he wasn't up there. Like he was like a little bit off the pace, it seemed. Yeah, he wasn't quite at it today, was he? He was making some mistakes which you did well, we haven't seen from him. Yeah. But we can all have an off day and he's been brilliant signing. But he's just yeah. a few things. Yeah, definitely made a few things there. And it, you, you just get to the point where I, I rely on him so much now that I just the ball comes near him and I'm like, oh, he'll he'll take care of this, and and then today a couple of times he didn't. And <laughs> if that's if that's your uh, your negative review, I think you're doing all right. But still, yeah, um, not not his best. No, no, definitely still been um, a quality signing, and yeah. um, without doubt, uh, everyone is uh, can have an off day. That is yeah. allowed. We're all humans, aren't we? So. Uh... Yeah. Apart maybe from Ronaldo, and <laughs> I don't think they're humans. True. But true. Um, so the third goal, because Italy takes it brilliantly, really. It just <laughs> Martinez has no chance. Slots it past him, and Martinez is stuck in which way do I go? As in positions yeah. himself, and he can't say so takes that really nicely, like he did with his first one off the post. Could have missed both. Could have got yep. a bit panicky, but yeah quality strikes yeah and he didn't seem like he was having that great of a game uh Grisicki. um but when it mattered it didn't it kind of comes down to all of the criticisms we've had of our team is even when we play well um we're not clinical uh, if we play poorly we're not clinical but with this today uh Grisicki wasn't that great for the majority of the game but when it mattered 
found the finish and quality finishes as well. Like you, you can't blame Martinez for, for either of them really. Um, no, I, it's, I mean, I'm trying to think about the players that possibly played poorly today. Um, I can't pick out one player who really stands out as a really below average performance. I think there was a few, probably five and sixes in there, mm-hmm. um, but there was no absolute stinkers in there. I think Hull were just better than us. I think that was the yeah. issue. And their league position shows that that should be the case. Last week against Preston was the anomaly. Yeah, exactly. And I think with Hull, um, they're not given the credit they deserve. Um, they are actually a half-decent team. Um, I think playoffs are a stretch for them. I don't think that's going to happen. But they're, they're better than people give them credit for. Um, and yeah, they, they knew what to do today. Uh, took care of it. No, no one individual lost it for us today. Um, some weren't at their their recent levels, but um, yeah, just generally we we didn't do the right things as a team. Uh, yeah, I don't think today when you go out blaming individuals and say, oh, they didn't do this, they didn't do that. I think you we won last week as a team, and this mm-hmm. this week we lose as a team. You can't exactly you're not in that position to be striking out at people, I don't think. Um, one thing I will say about Hull is Nigel Adkins has got to be one of the nicest people in football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know he splits our fans completely. Yep. But if you look at the context of when he was manager and what he had to deal with the fallout of Anton Zingarevich, mm-hmm. dealing with Chris Samuelson on a regular basis, that's not something I'd wish on anyone. Legal matters. He's a lovely man. But <laughs> just like to say. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's really difficult. And yeah, I, I would wish him well whenever he does. He comes out with some really strange stuff times, at times, and he is a bit um, of a, yeah, like it's the office, basically. Yeah, <laughs> some very yeah. strange points. But yeah, nice guy. Don't don't have any ill feeling towards him. Uh, wish he was a bit sadder tonight, but <laughs> yeah, definitely. One reason yeah. and one reason only. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I wish we'd beaten them 6 0. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that was the case. So let's quickly move on to uh, the Norwich City match. Which, oh, that is a game when uh, I think the formation of 11 should maybe one us forward. Just defend. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can all dream about getting something there, but I just can't see anything but a 3-4-0 defeat there. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, um, I don't want to be negative, but um, good chance that we will concede several. I think Martinez is a pretty good goalkeeper. That's about what we're <laughs> holding out hope yeah. for. Uh, it depends what type of chances they are, I guess. Um, if we can defend well enough, not sit back, but defend. We will sit. Uh, no, you know that, don't you? That's where it all goes wrong. Every goal we concede is because we're sitting back or we're getting yeah. caught because we push too high up. We've got to get in the middle there and uh, and do yeah. it right. But yeah, uh, no, we've written it off and I think you'd be crazy to, to think otherwise. Um, I am a little concerned uh, Rotherham having Villa at home. Um, Rotherham at home is a tricky prospect for most teams and Villa aren't the aren't the greatest uh consistency wise. So I think Wednesday night we might all be feeling a little rough, but I don't think that means that the season's gonna hinge on on Wednesday. No, I mean yeah, I can see what you're saying about the Rotherham at home. That is the uh as they would say, uh which everyone hates, tough place to go. <laughs> uh, but it really is. I mean as we showed um um, 
I don't want to mention that one all that we had there, but that's uh, created instant pain to everyone that's listening to this match, to this mm-hmm. podcast. But yeah, Villa, I'm kind of a little bit more optimistic. I think they go to Rotherham and get a win. Uh, on us at Norwich, the only one tiny, tiny, tiny one thing that gives us any hope is that all the games that Norwich have won this season, they've always had Buendia playing and he got sent off for them today. Every single time he's played, they've played and he hasn't been in the team. They've failed to win a match. Brilliant. I reckon that's 2-0 to Austin. That is the only thing. But the problem (laughs) is they've got Campwell, Vrancic and Leitner who can come into the team and they're all better than any of our midfielders. All right. But maybe they won't be as familiar because uh, they don't usually play. So, you know, there's quite yeah. some straws here. Yeah. It's a long shot, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Yeah. What is it, your prediction on the Norwich match then? Um, I I don't. I, it's the type of game where I don't think we'll score. Um, we will concede. Um, I'm going to be optimistic and say 2-0 to Norwich. Okay, I'm going to go for it. It's a shame that's optimistic. Yeah, that is optimistic. You don't even believe that, day, do you? I don't. I'm trying to be positive. But yeah, sorry, I I spoke over your your prediction there. I'm going for 4-0 because they're just too good. They're top of the league for a reason and they can't stop scoring goals. I mean, they beat a certain team from West London today easily 4-0. I mean, they they were terrible, QPR. But um, yeah, I, I fear the worst in that match. So hopefully... Hopefully, we've got some really massive match coming up next Saturday against Brentford. Now, that is an absolute must win. Brentford are in no man's land. We are clearly not in no man's land. Uh, Hopefully, when we come to that game, we will still be out of the relegation zone. And the pressure before that Brentford match is going to be absolutely huge. Because we must win that match. There is no other result that is acceptable, regardless of what Rotherham do. We need to create that gap or at least stay with them because otherwise we've got matches against Middlesbrough. We've got Bristol City. I know Middlesbrough are not good at the moment, but our our waveform is dreadful. And Bristol City, that's probably going to be another loss, isn't it? I'm feeling more and more negative about everything. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's funny. If we'd have talked about these same fixtures last week, I'd have been like, oh, you know, we can get something. Now it's like, oh, I'm worried about this. But um, yeah, I think... So Brentford is huge because, like many people have said, two wins is probably what we need. Um, it's going to come at home because it's not going to come away. No. Uh, and then West Brom is the other home game. And you can't imagine there's going to be two. I mean, yes, Millwall beat them today, but Millwall have a way of, like, they they can find a way to win. And we generally can't. If Howard Robson scores the goal that puts us down. <laughs> I don't think I That's ever the true nightmare again. scenario. Yeah. I don't think I would ever want to go again. That would be wow. I hadn't even thought of that until that came out of my mouth. But it could happen. Pretty terrible. Let's that hope is. let's hope he manages to score an own goal that keeps us up oh. and somehow he becomes a part of running folklore for that. Oh how I'd love that. I mean, but <laughs> yeah, that that would be great, wouldn't it? He'd he'd almost be popular for about twenty minutes, wouldn't he? <laughs> <He's> yeah. <laughs> Probably the remainder of that Monday evening, we'd be... Yeah, pleased. yeah. <laughs> At best. Yeah. <laughs> and then, obviously, we've still got the last home game against uh, Birmingham City anyway. Uh, I think it's going to go to the last day. There's no evidence so far that it won't. Birmingham, I think, will be perfectly safe by that point. 
I would highly recommend to them to play 11 academy players in that match. If that yeah. is the case, I'd have no problem with the uh, EFL having issues with that afterwards and giving them a £5,000 fine. Yeah, um, we'll have a whip round. That's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're safe, you want to have a look at who's coming in next season. So yeah. really, it's, it's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah, we've done that. I remember when we went to Watford under Pardew. And we yeah. played quite a few young players. Yeah. yeah. So why not? Yeah, well done, Buckingham. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> so thanks a lot for um, uh, listening. I'm convincing myself that we're staying up. Yep. And uh, hope you enjoy uh, listening to this. Um, uh, I will be back after the Norwich match. Uh, that will probably be another upbeat edition of this podcast. We will see. And uh, I'll see you then then. Cheers. <laughs>